Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Saturday night in my world. Might be Sunday morning in your world. Tonight is J Letter Day. But I figured I'll tell you a little bit. We had our group today for our first time in person in months, literally. And it was pretty good. I'm actually going to tell you about the the ride over to start. And I had you on my brain as this was this was happening. It, it was important to share and it was important to do what I would tell you to do. Like that's something so critical in my opinion is whatever I tell you has to be actions I've done or will do. So I got a call or a, a text from one of the fellows in group asking me for a ride. Now, I struggle with this for two reasons. One is I feel like I should say yes. I mean, we only live about a mile apart and the where we go for group is about a half an hour ride. Oh, I got a, I got a ticket today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I fully deserved it, but I got a ticket. Anyway, uh, he asked for a ride, and I told him yes, and I also knew that I was going to have to have a a conversation with him, and here is is why, and here is why I I was thinking about you guys, and then the irony of one of the topics in the pre-group group. So I'm busy, like super freaking busy a lot. And as I've told you, I used to be a truck driver. So I love driving. I love car time. And I live by myself. (laughs) So I'm kind of quirky. Like even when, and sorry mom if you're listening, but even when like my family comes up, I'm not used to having to wait in line for the bathroom or to shut the door. I think I've mentioned this before. Like I just am used to my own space. And... I don't want to say it's like a panic attack, but it's like my body feels different when people are in my space. So the same goes for the car. And when I'm in the car, I'm either listening to my classwork, an audiobook, or a podcast. Once in a blue moon, I'm dancing to the radio. But I'm doing, it's my self-care time is what I'm trying to say. Those are things that are important to me. And I, I won't just sit still to listen to an audiobook at my house. And when I do it, when I'm like cleaning or whatever, I tend to zone out. Like I actually have to think about cleaning, which sounds silly, even just falling out of my mouth. But it's true. I can't focus. Like there's a whole lot of information nowadays saying we shouldn't multitask. And I am a firm believer that if we want to be quality results of whatever we're thinking about, we really shouldn't multitask. And and I'm proof of it. My, my brain does not, it can't be in two places at once. So I struggle with all of these things. Now, those are all very Bobby issues. They weren't my passenger's issues. And I knew I had to tell him because what happens to me when he asks and I have to say no, when I know I'm going to the same place, Like, it's not that I can't bring you. It's that I don't want to bring you. And (laughs) I I pick him up and he's on the phone and he gets in 
And it's, I didn't realize he was on the, the call with the group. They have um, an hour before our meeting and it used to alternate between our recovery coaches. One who is very, she's into some cool stuff, meditation and crystals and just some wild stuff. And then it used to be Oscar, our recovery coach that passed away, and he was very 12-step, and he would do some work out of the 12-step workbooks. So this morning it was, you know, both recovery coaches. There's a new one now, and he's part of our group that just got promoted. And maybe the counselors were in it. I'm not really sure, to be honest, because Chuck was kind of, well, <laughs> because my friend was driving the phone. Anyway, well, I guess it doesn't matter because I told him what I'm telling you. You guys met him on an earlier episode. So the theme is honesty. <laughs> That's where it gets picked up. We put it on the on the car on speaker and that was that was the theme. And, and whenever I speak to honesty, I speak from a place of gratitude. I'm happy that without gambling in my life, I can be honest. I'm grateful that without certain relationships in my life, I could be fully honest and transparent. So no more secrets, no more lies. And I also have to be honest with me about my weaknesses so that I can get better. So I'm, I'm pretty passionate about honesty and I hate, well, there's that hate word again. I really dislike being lied to. Like that's a, a pain point for me that I really struggle with. So it's, yeah, I forgive, but I don't necessarily forget and I don't reissue my trust once I've been lied to or manipulated. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that today. It means that I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting my recovery from future occurrences of lies or manipulation. So completely fine with that. So anyway, so I need to tell Chuck today, like, hey, dude, I like you, but I just don't want people in my space. <laughs> so that was the conversation that we had on the ride. <laughs> and we got through that conversation and he was fine. He gets it. And I think he appreciated my honesty. And then we get pulled over. <laughs> so uh, which was interesting, too. And I, I, I'm going to share this with you. I haven't. I'm just going to share, I'm, I'm just going to share, and I, I'm, I'm stumbling because it's a delicate topic, but I want to tell you kind of how we handled it. So I saw the cop in the median, and I knew I wasn't speeding, and I also knew that my sticker was very expired. It, it didn't just expire in COVID, it expired a long time ago, and now, this is totally my fault, but I was born and raised in Connecticut, and I don't remember really what the rules were there. I thought it was every 10 years you had to go get emissions or whatever, but New York, it's every year. When I lived here the first time, I'm pretty sure Davey took care of it most of the time for me. I didn't have to worry about it. So I've never gotten in a good habit of doing it. And then at my job, there was... um. There's a mechanic shop and 
when we were at that building, it was convenient. It was across the parking lot when I worked out of that building. So I could just drop my car off and they would inspect it and it would be done. Easy peasy. Well, now we don't work at that building and now their shop is closed. And I honestly just didn't make it a priority. I'm not going to tell you that I forgot. I didn't forget. I was aware. I also wasn't driving my car all that much. And uh, I was kind of surprised I made it to Connecticut without getting pulled over a couple weeks ago. So I knew why he was pulling me over. And, and we were still on the meeting, on the phone with the meeting, which made it funny. Now, to put this into context, if I'm not sure if it's on my Instagram or not, but I am five, six, you know, 180 pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes. And Chuck is, I think, I want to say he's six feet. And he's a big, big, big boy. So it, it it's like two different uh, ends of the spectrum. Oh, and by the way, he's black. So <laughs> we really had almost too much fun with this. And like I said, I'm not, I don't want to take away from the severity of what's going on. I'm just kind of going to tell you the way we were being silly. So the cop comes up. Now I'm a nice person anyway. So I'm nice and I'm friendly and I'm like, yeah, I totally know why you're pulling me over. And he wants my license and registration and I give it to him. And he's like, yeah, he goes, I'll be back. So he takes my stuff and goes away and Chuck's like, he pulled you over because I'm in the car. I'm like, no, he didn't. He pulled me over because my sticker was expired. And uh, I said, they change every year. So I'm pretty sure he saw that. Nope, 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 Bobby. It's 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 the big black guy in the car. And I'm like, no, Chuck, like, no. So the cop comes back and he's like, uh, it's been a year, Bobby. I have to give you a ticket. Okay. I said, that's fair. I get it. I own it. And um, I said, can I ask you something? I said, and oh, he asked where we were going. And we're like, yeah, we're on our way to our gambling recovery group. And uh, he comes back. I said, well, we couldn't really bet on it. I said, but we were arguing about why you pulled me over. I was like, could you see my sticker from the middle of the road? Can you see, could you see the color? I think I said it. Could you see the color from the middle of the road? Because uh, I just, I, I didn't, I was kind of uncomfortable with what Chuck said. And I had said to him, I, everybody's heightened awareness around this now, but I've really never thought about it. There's, there's um, some women in one of my groups that kind of educated us about being black women and how, you know, they're, they're high earners. They go in a store and they notice salespeople, you know, watching them. Or, you know, like they just, they have to think different or they get treated different, which makes them think different. And it sucks. It really fucking sucks. So I had said to Chuck, I said, yeah, I said, and I think I probably told you guys about it when I saw it. There was a, a video, I think it was maybe TikTok. I don't know. I digest a little too much information sometimes, but where a man had found like a three-year-old little um, girl wandering around and because she was white, he made sure that he got somebody on video or on the phone with him before he approached her and, 
you know, he just had to cover his bases. And, you know, I said to Chuck, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be there and to have to think that way. And maybe that's why I'm sharing it with you because we don't always know what, you know, how people feel. Like, I could see the difference being if I'm walking around a city at night, my comfort level as a white female may be different than Chuck's comfort level as a black male, right? Like, we don't know what goes on in each other's heads, and we all have our different uh, space, but... So we get to the center. This is the funny part. So we get to the center and they're on break. They're in between that training with the honesty, which was ironic because Chuck and I had this honest conversation. And, and a couple of the people are outside and I'm like, they they had all heard us hang up because I was getting pulled over. So I was like, yeah, I got a ticket. And they're like, you did for what? I was like, for having a black guy in the car. <laughs> we we thought this was pretty freaking hilarious. So uh what what's kind of sad and not funny about it though is that in the in the climate today they actually believed us like if i could have kept a straight face they actually could have believed us and the other joke that was going on cuz the cop was kind of cute and young and friendly i was like damn chuck like if you were in the car i could have got a boyfriend and um mind you i'm wearing pants that i bought in thailand and they got elephants all over them and all he kept saying is, not in them pants, Bobby. Not in them pants. So we had a very entertaining ride to the center. And that's all. I'm just sharing that. So are you interested in my J words? Well, your J words? They are. Okay, self-care words beginning with J. Joy. Joy showed up in a lot of posts. Really love that feeling joy about being away from a bet. Also, the joys that come with recovery and the joy of appreciating lots of different things in life now that we can appreciate them with a clear mind. The next one, I think pretty much anybody who's ever gone to therapy <laughs> in some context or rehab or outpatient or anything is Jay journaling and journaling keeps evolving for me. I have not been consistent about it at any point, maybe in treatment because we had a journal. It was like our homework and our counselors looked at it and initialed it and, you know, talked to us about it. But at home, like right after I read the miracle Miracle morning, I wanted to say miracle mile, miracle morning, I got really good at doing it for a while again, and then I didn't, and then, you know, like, I just go through these, these cycles, and I definitely, for the last, I don't know, 35, 40 days, I haven't journaled in the sense of, like, freestyle, but of course, I'm writing two books, so that's kind of been my creative outlet, and there just hasn't been time. But I do write down and journal a little bit more like mantras in the morning. And honest, you know what? As I sit here talking, I love when I have aha moments with you guys. Oh, my gosh. So I've been feeling very, well, very grateful 
you've probably heard that word from me like a million times the last five episodes, but I've been feeling very grateful and like everything's going to be okay. And I've felt like momentum's happening. And it just occurred to me that I've been journaling these mantras, which every single day I write, I am grateful is the very first thing that I write. Um, And then there's a lot of, there's a meditation that somebody sent me and it's great. It has some amazing sayings and I can't even write as fast as the man talks. So every day I write down different, you know, a, a dozen or so different affirmations. And, uh, it just occurred to me as I'm talking to you is that this journaling is probably what's helped frame my mind and why I felt so good lately, like mentally good. Still not sleeping worth beans unless I, uh, you know, take melatonin and medicine and stuff, which freaking, I hate that. You know, I try to go to bed early and be responsible and sleep through the night and it's not working. But um, I think I'm just excited maybe about some of this momentum. So that's cool. Thank you for giving me an aha moment. And then the last one, I thought this was kind of a fun one. And I think the way the person worded it was was Jay Jaunt on day trips, like taking jaunts. And first of all, I love them. And like in New England, we can get a lot of places. There's not... Things aren't super far away, especially if you're in Connecticut or even Mass, Rhode Island. You know, like the states are not huge. Here I am in New York. They're a little bit bigger. But even where I'm situated, I can cross into Vermont in less than an hour. I could be in Massachusetts in less than an hour. I could be probably in Connecticut in a little bit more. But, you know, there's day trips and jaunting and whatever. I, I like that. I thought that that was a good one. And there's a lot of neat things. By the way, if I've never lectured you on this, here comes another little life lesson. I think I have told you about it, but I'll reiterate it because it's that important. Treat where you live like you were a visitor. And what I mean by that is, Explore your area. Walk into a local hotel and look at all those flyers that they have in the lobby and see what activities. Like, I was working on some stuff today, some research stuff in the gambling world, and what a lot of the gamblers said that I had surveyed, some looking for some information on, a big part of what they said was, why maybe why they wouldn't stop gambling or one of the struggles with quitting gambling was filling time and finding other good activities to do. So I would challenge you to go into a hotel and get these flyers and, and try some new stuff and explore your city like a tourist. That's the way I like to call it. Explore your city like a tourist. And, and that was a big deal for me in Kansas city. And that's where I learned that lesson because Kansas City just has so much to offer, so many things. So that's my digression for this episode. Is that a word, digression? Sounds like it should be. All right, beautiful people. 
told you I'd have some fun stuff to catch you up. I didn't even get into what happened in group or what we chatted about. So maybe I'll share that with you tomorrow night. We'll see. We'll see where we land. All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you in 12 hours or less. Have a good night.